yo, 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 it's your boy EJ Smith and this is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast where we talk about sports such as UFC, soccer, and everything in your day-to-day lives from breakfast to dinner. Now let's talk about it. Hill versus Watterson. That was an amazing card. That was an amazing fight. But before we talk about that main event, we got to talk about the co and we got to talk about uh, some other fights that happened. Very controversial. Ed Herman versus Mike Rodriguez. Mike Rodriguez had him stunned in the second round. It went three rounds. Had him stunned in the second round. Had Ed Herman up against the, up against the cage. Hitting him with knees. Two of these knees hit Ed Herman in the stomach. One in the sternum. And one in the stomach. He fell. The ref stopped it. Thinking it was a nut shot. Thinking he got hit in the nuts. This man, Ed Herman, and I tweeted this out when it happened. He needs an Oscar. He needs to say, fuck the UFC. And I'm going into acting. Okay. The fact that he acted like he got hit in the nuts and literally took the whole five minutes was a game changer. Because guess what happened? In the third round, I think Mike Rodriguez was going for a takedown. He went for a takedown. He successfully got it. They were up against the cage. And guess what happened? Ed Herman pulls a rabbit out the hat and gets a Kimura on Mike Rodriguez. Crazy turn of events. Ed Herman was getting his ass beat. And then that happened. Unfortunate for Mike Rodriguez. He now goes to 11-5. But I mean, I guess good for Ed Herman. Good for him, I guess. Bobby Green gets another win on decision. It was a really good fight, but, you know, it's Bobby Green. So, you, you get what you get with him. Another fight that really shocked me. Roosevelt Roberts versus Kevin Kroon. That fight was so crazy. Literally the first round. Thirty, I think it was 30 seconds in. They were clinching. And literally Kevin Kroon did a standing guillotine. He just tapped. He, he, he literally just, he, it was standing and I think it went to the floor, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, he tapped. Kroom is somebody to deal with. He is a problem, I promise you. And I honestly think that was his debut, if I'm not mistaken. And then we have the co-main event. Alizar. Versus Worthy. This was going to be a banger. Literally, these guys have sandbags on their hands. Cinder blocks, even. Just throwing, throwing, throwing jabs, throwing haymakers, throwing hooks. Creating no leg kicks. Some leg kicks here and there, but literally a brawl. And Alizar got the best of them. He KO'd them. Literally. 
Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right was not stopping. Kamara Worthy, even even when he got up, he was like, oh, wait, wait, did I get knocked out? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you did. You did. I'm sorry. The Death Star went down. And then we have another controversial decision, in my opinion. Angela Hill versus Michelle Watterson. Shout out to Angela Hill because she's the first African-American female to be on the main event. Shout out to her. Much respect. I f- honestly, I feel like she should have won this. Watterson did get two takedowns. And it did go five rounds. All five rounds, by the way. Watterson did get two takedowns. I can't remember if it was the second or the third, but she did get two takedowns. But nonetheless, Hill's striking was impeccable. It was amazing. It was damn near perfect. But the karate hottie prevails. She won. Shout out to both fighters. They're amazing fighters. I wish them well in that division. Hill, keep your head up. You're doing an amazing job for this sport. Amazing. And you just made history by doing that. I appreciate you. And then Tuesday, the Contender Series. Not a whole lot going on. A few notable names. Jordan Williams got, he won, he got a contract, TKO'd. Crazy TKO, amazing. Colin uh, Anglin, unanimous decision, easy. Literally the rest is unanimous decision. Michael, Michael Labardo, unanimous. Dalen Wolf, unanimous. And Kyle Discroll, unanimous decision. I'm pretty sure they all got contracts. If I'm not mistaken. Also some breaking news that happened. Michael Chandler. Is now. In the UFC. How crazy is that? I was trying to figure out where is he going to go. I mean. The only way is to go up right. Like you like. If I was in Bellator right. And my contract was up. I'm not going to go to one fighting or one championship. I'm not going to go to the LFA. I don't even know if that's still a thing. But he signed an exclusive contract with the UFC. That's going to be interesting because he's 21 and 5. Does he, now him being the champion in Bellator, does that automatically give him the right to get a title shot? You know what I mean? Does that, does that give him a, 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 a title shot chance? Does that give him a chance in the lightweight division? I don't know. Me? Me personally, yeah, he's the champion of Bellator, but this is UFC. This is a whole different ballgame. There's so many fighters. I can't name them off the top of my head, but there's so many fighters that have transitioned from Bellator to the UFC, and they did not transition well. They were not good. It was horrible. It was a horrible event for them. And guess what? Guess where they're at? Not in the UFC anymore. I'll tell you that much. 
So yeah. I want to see what Michael Chandler has in his bag. I feel like he needs maybe two or th- maybe not even two. I'll say three. I'll give him three. Three fights. Three fights. Three fights. And then we can say, okay. Okay. And don't and and Dana, I really hope that the UFC doesn't just throw him easy fights. Like they did, like like Bellator with Michael Venom Page. They just throw him literally anybody off the street. Hey, you wanna you wanna fight? You wanna make some money? Yeah, come on. Why Michael Venom Page? That's exactly what Coker's doing over there. Don't get me wrong, he's a, he's an amazing owner. He cares about his fighters, but Mark Vinny Page, you gotta get you gotta get some good fighters, you know. And again, I know it's Bellator, but still. And then we have the main event before the main event. Well, it's not a main event, but well, it's not a PPV, but you know, still, still some good fights. Kobe Covington versus Woodley. It's going to be crazy. They do not like each other, okay? I don't know why. I'm pretty sure it has to do with American Top Team. Don't don't question me on that. I'm, I'm not big on the, the ins and outs on why they don't like each other. I just know they don't. Donna Cerrone's fighting Nico Price. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Nico Price, Nico Price lost his last fight. I'm pretty sure. But that's going to be always interesting because Donald Cerrone, he's, you know, he's the GOAT. He's the, he's the, what do you call it? The, I'm drawing a blank here, man. He's the gateway to the welterweight division. You know what I mean? He's the first security guard that you have to go through. Hey, hey, let me show my ID. Yep, okay, I'm good. He's the first security guard. Chimoff. Ooh, I'm going to botch this name. Versus Merzcheck. Middleweight division. Now, Chimoff was talking greasy. He was saying that he wanted to fight Nick Diaz and Nate Diaz on the same night. Also saying he was also saying earlier in the in the year and in, in the month in the months that followed he was saying earlier that he wanted to fight Conor McGregor. Talking real spicy. So we're gonna. I think I me personally, I think he needs to get a couple wins under his belt before he starts talking like that. No, he's a really good fighter, but again, we're gonna see this Saturday. Johnny Walker fights uh, Ryan Spain. That's going to be good. That's going to always be good. Johnny Walker, even though he lost his last fight, he's, I like him, man. I like him. I like him. And then another person that I really have my eye on is Kevin Holland. The last fight he fought was against Buckley. I forget his first name, but I know his last name is Buckley. And he he needs to change his name to Sniper because he sniped this man with the left straight. 
it was so quick when I was watching it with my friend. It was so quick. My friend was like, wait, did he even hit him? I was like, uh, yeah, he's just fast. He's just super fast. He hit him with the straight left, dropped like a sack of potatoes. And, and credit to Buckley because he was really trying. I mean, Kevin Holland is 6'3", you know. So, and he does have a reach of 81 inches. So, that's another thing that you got to take into consideration. He's tall. He's lengthy. And he can strike, man. I'm telling you. And, and here's the thing. I like Kevin Holland because he was talking while he was fighting Buckley. Like, oh, that's all you got? Come on, hit me. And literally, Buckley, I think he got in his head a little bit. Because Buckley, he went in. He was going buck wild one time just and and no pun intended on that he was going i think it was the second round just going in crazy and you know kevin Hahn being as tall as he is he was hitting his shoulders just doing the mayweather shoulder strug on him he was up against cage doing the little muhammad ali uh, 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 just moving left and right you know he's gonna be fighting a, a british man by the name of darren stewart darren stewart's no slouch he does have, so Kevin Hahn does have the reach advantage. Kevin Hahn's 81. Stewart is 74. Stewart is six foot. Kevin Hahn is 6'3. I'm definitely going to be watching that fight. It's going to be good. I, and I hope Kevin Holland wins that one. But other than that, after, after this main card, after this, after this event that's going to happen, on Saturday, we're going to have Adesanya versus Costa. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. And I hope you guys can't either. But that's all I got for today, man. This is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast. I'm your host, EJ Smith. Peace.